suspected uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum had a medical emergency while he was on a cruise. What? Who? Is this like a scientist, a quasi-crypto yes. scientist? No, he's a legit. He's a legitimate scientist. I think he's like from he does uh, Idaho State. Stuff. He does. No, he is. He is right now the like. He's like the one, like one of the one of the credible, like accredited scientists. He teaches courses at like oh, I think Idaho State. Uh, I think he's like a, a leading authority on like a primate. Uh, foot structures and stuff, and he's like, you know, is this a big foot thing? It's a big, it's a cryptid thing. Yes. Welcome to the pre-show, uh, everybody. Uh, this is the part of the show where we talk uh, about. Oh yeah, Bell someone on the show was asking about, uh, was asking about the Skinwalker Ranch, and um, well, yeah, it's a shame and you weren't there. Yeah, I can't believe we that Taylor brought that Skinwalker up. Ranch oh, more, Skinwalker goes. Ranch is more Skinwalker Ranch is more paranormal or UFO related than it is cryptid because I thought it was just where George Lucas lived, man. No, that's Skywalker Ranch. I know, I know. But no, Skinwalker Skinwalker Ranch is a place in the. Look how David took that so fucking seriously. I, I was ready for Taylor Montgomery, you fucking idiot. <laughs> but, I recognized it was a joke. Oh. <laughs> I recognized it was a joke too, but uh, uh, most of my shit is joking. Most of it. Um. Oh yeah, but this is a this is the easy show. This is the good one. The good one. The other one's okay. You know, this is I the actually, one where we I talk about all the books. Up, I did pick up that uh, Gotham War, that Batman Catwoman. Oh, movie. nice. Not bad, huh? Not, yeah. bad. Not uh, bad. Yeah, I did actually pick up a couple of the Cryptid books last week. Uh, wow. There's Project Cryptid. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I still have all of the damn images from last night still loaded uh, on the stupid stream yard. Man, they need to come up with a better way to delete this stuff. There was Project Cryptid, and then there was the Skinwalker one. I don't know if I did get the Skinwalker one. It's not in my bat. It's not in my it wasn't bad. I think you would have liked it. And there are yeah, so the, many pictures here. Yeah, the Skinwalker anyway. one is is more paranormal UFO related than like yeah. it's a mix of like, you know, native Oh, that's lore cool. Well, that is Skinwalkers are like a native Yeah. You know, piece of native lore or something Things like that. Things like a know. Navajo or Comanche. Shit, I'm, I'm, I yeah. I uh, if know. Eli was here, we could probably ask him. Well, I mean, I don't know. If he's cool, was talking about it because it's also, it's like uh, a native yeah. native cultures and leaders aren't generally like. I don't know about it. Yeah, I don't know about it. Aren't any like of that. you know very upfront about talking about certain things like the Skinwalker and all that. Yeah, it's like saying Voldemort or something. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, it kind of is the equivalent of that. See, really. good. I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't say. It. All right, well, let's do the damn thing. Let's do it. New comic time, y'all. Mm-hmm. I watched this movie just the other day. I'm surrounded by assholes. What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? <laughs> oh, man. Sir, the radar appears to be jammed. Jammed. Another episode of This Geek and Comics, Outright Geekers Comic Book Shit Talk Show. Shit Talk Show! Taylor, a.k.a. David. Andy is at soccer. He's on the Orange team. Go Orange! <laughs> uh, oh, here we go again. Yep. What's up, hi, Jeff? Hi. Jeff? 
Stop by in the chat. Always bonus points for being first. Oh yeah, first. He's usually <laughs> only. Well, no, I say that we usually get a few people in there, but let's just bust right into it, y'all. We're talking about all What's the new the books move? coming out this week. Um, but made complex again, a little bit complicated by uh, Diamond and yeah, their inability to, I don't know, not be petty. I mean, it is kind of petty. It's like, oh, Image isn't with us anymore, so we're just going to fuck up their entire section. Anyway, we'll get to that in just a minute. September 13th, these are books coming out Wednesday. Some of them coming out Tuesday, but we're not splitting hairs. Image Comics, Dark Ride, number eight, and Undiscovered Country, number 25. Um, That's still not on all Dark the Ride. But it's yeah, this like, is not all of the image. This is what sucks. Yeah. Diamond that's, has it's that's so weird of them. It's, it's so stupid, dude. It is I don't you, like you said, it is super petty. Yeah. Just give everybody their own damn section. I think that would be the better way to do it. You know, they don't... did. They did, and then they like, yeah, you don't want to deal with us directly. Well, I mean, but the thing about it is they were we're giving, not having like... a monogamous relationship anymore. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they were giving <laughs> They were giving some publishers like preferred, and that is not just on the website. That's in the comic book previews book, you know, that you get from from your comic shop. You know, they would have their own section before everybody else, not in alphabetical order. You know, yeah, like Marvel should technically like come right before Massive Comics. You know, and Marvel don't want to do that. Marvel don't want to be way back in the back of the book. Marvel want to be in the front of the book, but now since nobody's reading the book. So now it's on in Diamond's hands. You know, it's on Diamond now to make some sense out of the places people go to order comics. And I'm sorry, they're sucking at it. So we'll get more on Image uh, in a minute. Boy, Moving over to it, Boom. Would, it would it would it would behoove them to read the market or do some market analysis to do that. To, to it would behoove what's them. Going on. Yes, they would be behooved. They would be behooved. Moving on to Boom. Coda number one, size furrier. Yes, this is like a. This is a, a book that I'm. I'm kind of excited. I don't know thing. what's going on, but yeah, yeah, it's some. I guess a revival is the best way to describe it. That's what it feels like, man. Yeah, it feels like just like a second volume, you know, of the book. Uh, Damn them all, number eight, which has uh, been Fence pretty good. Redemption, House of Slaughter, Nick Cadet. What has say again? House of Slaughter has been pretty. Oh yeah, good. House of Slaughter damn just won a damn. House of Slaughter just won a, uh, I think it was House of Slaughter, just won a, 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 a bingo award. Maybe it, it was the other book. Uh, something is Killing that, the Children? Yeah, maybe it's Something is Killing the Children. But anyway, yeah. yeah they're it, in the, they're in the same universe. Yeah. So pretty good uh, selection from Boom this week. You know, they kind of got something for everybody, including a debut, some horror, some, you know, slice of life sort of shit. And then their mainstays, man. Uh, Mechadets, I hadn't heard anything from Netflix about how the numbers are going for that show, but I don't know. I don't know if it matters. All right, moving on. DC, the distinguished competition, Batman number one, facsimile edition. I don't know why the hell it's nine dollars. I mean, because it's a facsimile. It seems stupid. Well, dude. I know. I think it was like a. Just... I think it was like a forty-page book. I think that it oh, had yeah. like for for a table. In 1934 I, or whatever. Yeah, I think it had like four stories in it or something like that. Yeah, it has yeah. the debut of the Joker and the debut of Catwoman. So it is it is bigger than your average comic book, to be fair. Yeah. Smaller than your average cover. bear. I love this plank cover, man. That is just so unique, I think. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be yeah. that'd be cool to get a sketch on at a con, yeah. 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 Uh Scooby-Doo and Batman Mysteries. Uh here's the big debut, I think, um, from 
DC this week. Batman and Robin number one. I did see an early look at this. And it looks like Damien is really trying to be humanized in this. And that is an ongoing trend. They did that in the Robin book. They did that kind of throughout the... Uh, man, I always forget the damn name of it. But the Lazarus Tornado, Lazarus Hurricane... Lazarus Planet? Planet Lazarus Planet. Planet. Lazarus Planet. It rained Lazarus juice. Okay, that's all I remember. But he was kind of, you know, trying to be more sympathetic there. So this is also a tie-in to the whole... Gotham War thing, which I've actually really been enjoying. So, yeah, for those two reasons, I'm definitely reading yeah. this. On Gomer's glowing review of glowing. the Batman book, both Taylor and I have picked it up. Yeah. Yep. Joshua Williamson, Simone DeMeo. If anything, the art is going to be knock your ass on the ground. Freaking awesome, because Simone DeMeo never misses. So, yeah, this is definitely a must must pick up for me even with the extra book uh sorry to interrupt but something that is killing the children did win best series into the 2023 ringo awards oh congratulations to james tinian on yet another award like he needs them he's running out of space boy that uh, also is cool. yeah also they're doing a batman day you know 2023 batman 89 hardcover variant special edition I don't know what that means. Anyway, Batman Gargoyle of Gotham. This is something they were talking about. Uh, it's Raphael Grandpa. Oh, yes. I I, I did thing. get a sneak preview of yeah, this, this at the cool. shop like a, about a month or two back. Uh, Travis nice. got an advanced copy and let me look at it. It is fantastic. Oh, cool. Yeah. So this is on Black Label, which is still a thing. You know, you don't really hear a lot about it. Um, but they're also doing a noir version of this where the coloring inside is muted if not just gone in a lot of places to really focus on certain aspects of the art in the story and only coloring those aspects it's really unique you know the two previews that i saw and was able to compare i should have grabbed them because it was really you know pretty cool but anyway there you go a lot of covers for that you know gary frank got a cover dave finch got a cover you can't, you can't see that one but anyway uh danger street number nine uh you're still on this right taylor i know i ask you probably every damn time this book comes up um, it's often sold out at the shop, so I do actually have a few uh, a few holes in my reading here. Yeah, but I mean, it's Tom King him doing his thing. Yeah. I'm waiting on his Wonder Woman, dude. That's really what the next Tom King thing I'm I'm looking forward to. You know. Mm -hmm. Oh shit! GCPD, the Blue Wall gets collected in a hardcover. Man, that was solid. That, that was an excellent. That was a yeah. This was a really good series that came out last year. Uh, probably one of the better ones. Um, it also means that like in that issue of Batman, we didn't talk about it. When we were talking about the book yesterday, but like, um, she's like, they're like, I'm not just going to walk. I'm just going to roll over for you, Batman. And like, I remember reading in this and like, Renee, you suck at this job. Yeah. You're not good you're, at this job. Yeah, yeah. So shut the fuck up. Renee. Yeah. I'm not sure if the blue wall is technically fully in continuity. I or assume to what it, extent is. it is. I know, but there's no reason it couldn't be. But right? it's not really a superhero story. I mean, it could it's be not. just other than like Renee Montoya. There's not really any character in here that's part of the main continuity. It could have been set in New York or Chicago or any like you know major yeah, Boston, city. You know, in Boston. Yeah, it felt like an NYPD blue sort of police procedural. Drama. Yeah, it was just it was a story about work. police. It was. Yeah. It barely had anything to do with superheroes. Yeah, it worked really, really well. Um, Green Lantern number three finally back to form after the Night Terrors. Yeah, I was really enjoying this before Night Terrors uh, kind of 
sideline this for a couple of months. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this, getting back into the swing of things here. Me too. Looney Tunes, 274. And then we get Superman Lost, number six. This has just been okay. It's kind of a schlog getting through it. It started off as one thing, and it's kind of kept that theme going. But it moved a little, it pivoted, you know, a little bit to other characters and other other traumas with other characters. I don't know. It's still good. I'm still having a good time with it. But uh, we hit the number three penultimate issue, Waller versus Wildstorm. I've been completely, completely off of that. All of that Wildstorm stuff. I'm just not a fan, really. You know, Grifter's cool. You know, but I don't know. One yeah, of them showed up in the damn Birds of Prey book. Yeah, the integration the of the Wildstorm characters in the DC has not gone well. Yeah, I mean, some have, but I don't think it's necessarily not gone well as much as just like I don't know that I don't really know anyone who like fucking cares exactly about the Wildstorm characters. Exactly. You know? Yes, and they're like, oh my god, Wild, you know, if they are I, good, they got I'm their happy, fans. But... They got their fans, but yeah, honestly, they weren't able to support their own universe, and they're just kind of like. It, they're just characters in the DC universe now. They're not remarkable to me, aside from like any other characters, you know? Yeah, 100. Uh, I agree 100%. Uh, Wonder Woman War of the Gods Special Edition, number three of four. And the world's finest Teen Titans. Chris Samney's getting a cover there. That's cool. It, it looks like they're going to a, a convention, like a comic book or fan convention in Metropolis, which... Seems really cool. This book has been like a modern day throwback. Uh, I, I keep forgetting the term you use. Time capsule. But this doesn't feel as much as like it's not the as much like that like, as the Marvel stuff. The Marvel stuff is like it's definitely set in like an older point in the continuity, and this is too. But like this is more like meant to be like a standalone thing. It's not really supposed to be like. It's definitely not in continuity. It's set back when they were like the first generation of Teen Titans. Right. But... Like Chris Claremont's upcoming Wolverine Night in Madripoor. That's in continuity. Yeah. It's just sort of back in time while this is back in time, but not necessarily in continuity. It's very complicated, you know. But if I don't know how to describe to it. Make it that I way, definitely like, know what you mean. Like they have different vibes like what this is versus what like the all especially all, the, all those old x books are you know yeah that magneto book that storm book yeah even the new gene gray book is kind of throwback in that way a little bit you know uh anyway moving on to marvel just so many fun damn books from marvel this week i mean they are really front-loaded uh alligator loki number one perfect timing here Alyssa wong bob quinn uh, Alligator, Alligator Loki makes a splash in his print comic debut. There was a digital comic, you know, that he was in right after the uh, first season of Loki came out. But I'd be very surprised if we don't see this character again in the in other things. A whole, whole lot of other things. Yeah, Not just Loki season two. Pet, Pet Avengers. Perfect for fucking Pet Avengers. I mean. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, have Alligator Loki, like, accidentally gather the Pet Avengers or something like that. Get as many like, as you yes. can get with them. Yeah, fun character, dude. And yeah, Scotty Young getting a variant, of course, and the Diwali variant, which is just kind of weird. Anyway, Astonishing Iceman number two, uh, middle of the oh, this is Children of the Vault. That's not even it's not. Okay, damn God it, damn it, image. Yeah, I'm not image. Sorry, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bill. But uh, here, Steve Orlando's writing this. Uh, man, as everyone knows, Iceman died. During yeah. the, of the last Hellfire Gala. Or did back, he? But 
yeah, his like humanoid boyfriend is like keeping him alive with his inhuman or his inhuman power. Yeah, and, like and it's he can... weird. It's very odd. Honestly, the main reason I picked up that first issue was curiosity to see how Iceman would still be alive, and I got it. So I'm not honestly sure if I'm going to pick up the second issue or not. Now, see, you say that, and I, I agree. That's the same reason I picked it up. But now I'm curious about what, how long is that going to last? That can't last very long. I don't know. know. I mean, the first issue was fine. I didn't yeah. really – I didn't dislike it by any stretch. But, like, I don't know. I'll see how crowded the the, the my my box is this week. And this, might, this is one of those books that might be on the chopping block is all I'm saying. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Uh, so there you go, Astonishing Iceman. Uh, Avengers Inc. number one. This is the Al Ewing, uh, weird ass Avengers book. You know, cool spin. I guess it's like a the British version of the Avengers spin on Marvel's Avengers, kind of. And I, it, it, the cover kind of gives that vibe, sure. Yeah. But I don't know. This is probably spinning out of that Wasp book that Al Ewing did most recently, and uh, yeah, this looks fun. Um, it'll, it's cool to see like Janet and it looks like vision, like heading up a like espionage team, I guess yeah. is what's going on here. I think, I think that's what it is, man. I think that's what's going on. I mean, it looks cool. Uh, I mean, here's your go. Here's your, you know, main bad guy. I don't know. She's a celebrity. She's hunting a killer. His name is Victor shade. I mean, th- this, the solicit tells us nothing. This is really Al Ewing living off of his name and. Writing an Avengers book. Well, so. he's got a name he can live off of. I think I'll probably exactly. check this out. Yeah, I think I'm thinking I'm going to check this out as well. Fun covers. Oh, I there. love that one. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Oh, let me go back to that one because that is. Yeah, that is really noir looking. You know, really cool. Really cool. Yeah, it looks like an old spy movie poster. You know. Yeah. And I'm sorry if you hear my dog. My dog is going nuts. That I still got a, a mama dog here with like nine puppies, and my other dog and, and her keep getting into it. You know. Uh, anyway, Captain Marvel, Dark Tempest, this continues this. Of course, you need something on the shelves when Captain Marvel comes out. This is going to be that book. Uh, I haven't really been keeping up with it. I only keep up with Captain Marvel in the Avengers book, and she's great in that. Probably mm. the best, the strongest character in that in terms of the writing for the character. She is the leader and all. But anyway, yeah, yeah I have room in my box for another Captain Marvel book because, honestly, the Avengers books feels like Captain Marvel and the Marvelettes. You know, it really does. So far, you know. Uh, moving on, Children of the Vault, number two of four, Denise Camp, uh, Luca Maresca. I would say one of the lower tier fall of X books. Uh, yeah. It's not it bad. wasn't bad, but yeah. yeah. It's hard to keep up with everything they got else they got going on. Um, I love Bishop and, and uh, Cable teaming up because they have such a great history together. But that history really was just kind of dumped. And they were like, all right, let's make nice so we can go do a thing. And they're not really playing off of that as much as I would want them to. Yeah, sorry I killed your daughter, you know. Or yeah, tried sorry to. I was, you know, on a, a murder hunt, assassination through time to murder your daughter, who ended up saving all of fucking mutant kind, just like I said, you know. Oh, man, what a – oh, anyway. Uh, anyway, still, I'm, I'm still reading all the Fall of X stuff, so, you know. Uh, I, I'm more interested in the Children of the Vault themselves and that whole thing than I well, am with whatever too bad, people. Because that's not yeah, what I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, all right, probably the big book, seven dollars. They got Oof. a lot of. They got a lot of freaking headway to make here. Uh, Salin Ahmed, Aaron Cooter, uh, Born Again, Daredevil number one. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, ugly John Romita Jr. cover. I'm sorry, I hate that cover. I like it. Oh, that's honestly God. one of the better covers I've seen from uh, it's, Jr. It's, Jr. in a while. I hate the it's, candy cane. It's, it's here. Oh, I hate that. I'm sorry. It's kind of it's kind of got a uh, Frank Miller vibe about it. I would definitely say so. He's like mm-hmm. he slimmed down. The trunks are a bit more prominent. That is the way that Frank Miller drew the character, including true, true. the fucking candy cane. You fucking. Fool. I know. I hate the candy cane. Whatever, uh, but. But the main thing here, though, is uh, Saladin Ahmed's a great writer, and this Cooter is yeah, great. this is his chance to write Daredevil. You know, this is a yeah. we say it a lot. This is a book where writers go to like make the name for themselves. You know, this is the yeah. prestige book. Like yeah. you've been doing good writing some different Marvel comics. It's time to take your crack at Daredevil. Yeah, and and with Daredevil, dude, you, he's already gone in so many different directions that it's so easy, and I say easy, relatively easy, for a writer to say, nope, I'm doing this with Matt, and the fans just be like, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, dope, you know? fucking uh, Chip Zdarsky ended his run with Daredevil fighting, like, fucking kaiju demons, so yeah, why not? Loved it, loved it. So here's Matt as a priest, as we saw in the in the last issue, So it, and here's Elektra, back as, also as Daredevil. I'm so happy that Ahmed has not like done away with that. Just said, no, put the toys back in the box. Daredevil that back. Yeah. Zdarsky definitely left an out because like that was the final scene. And it was like, he heard something going down and he went, ran off. He couldn't help himself, you know? Yeah. So it's really cool that Ahmed is going to be able to pick up, you know, those pieces. Uh, I mean, just this page right here in the preview, it shows, you know, everything that did happen. Well, there you, you go. There's I mean? the Zdarsky run, yeah. Yeah, there's the, that's, that's basically <laughs> the Zdarsky run here. And now, okay, Kingpin and um, uh, Typhoid Mary, was that, I mean, I guess that was like the ending of All hell Kingpin hanging out in that Chip Zdarsky run. Yeah, that was, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the event now, but that was a pretty good little uh event that they had going there it was dude it i feel was bad so that i can't remember fun. the name of it right now yeah it was a whole lot of fun that that eventually it was like kingpin was like mayor remember and yeah um uh i remember the name? run i just can't remember yeah. the name of it. yeah i can't either i was just trying to jog your memory because yeah it was wonderful it was wonderful so a lot of damn variants for this dude just so so many i mean we talked about frank miller there is a frank miller variant for this which is again not great not not great not great i mean it's fine it is fine so i mean it looks more like it's like dark knight strikes again era type of art like what you did with batman yeah we get a blank variant which is very nice very clean you know i like a good white variant where you just let the artist at the con do whatever they want but yeah dude they're doing so many variants for that rightfully so one of the most popular characters ever you know in comics yeah, Daredevil is of, consistently like a comic reader's comic book, you know? Yes, it, it, perfect way to put it, perfect. Uh, all right, moving on, Ghost Rider number 18. Uh, Percy just keeps on going. This is right after the events of Vengeance. What was it? Ghost of Vengeance? Uh, Spirits of Vengeance. Spirits of Vengeance. So we'll see where this is going to go. I'm excited to read it. I mean, Ghost Rider yeah, has been Yeah, I mean, awesome. this will probably be a... a they're probably counting on this being a bit of a jumping on point for people who were <coughs> introduced to that crossover, you know? So, yeah. yeah uh, good time to Hulk jump Hulk on Hulk. if you haven't already. 
Yeah, Philip Kennedy Johnson, Travel Foreman. Uh, it's weird because Nick Klein has been the main artist on this, and it kind of sucks that only four issues in. Now Travel Foreman is going to be the artist. I'm okay with that. Marvel and DC to a, a, a somewhat you know smaller extent does that. Well, if this but is man, what you have to do art. to give to give the main artist time to kind of get through a backlog, you know. That's yeah, what it's, it's, it just is what it is, you know. Yeah, the art in this, in my opinion, uh, not that the story's bad, it's great, but the art in this is just the reason to buy this book. Nick oh, yeah, the art has been fantastic. Oh, we had yeah. a lot of, we had more than one, like, jaw dropping double page spread in that last issue. So, yeah, I agree that. Yeah. I'm, I'm anxious for Nick Klein to get back, but, you know, this will, I'm sure this will still be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, we got a guest. Uh, one second. Entertain yourselves, everyone. Dave, have you been reading that Incredible Hulk book? Yes, I have, actually. How have you been enjoying it? Um, I'm typically not a big Incredible Hulk fan, but I am enjoying the Appalachian horror vibe about it. Yeah, that uh, was a lot of fun. Because um, uh, I am a big fan of uh, Old God's that. Appalachia, so I, I, I really enjoy that. And that kaiju fight last issue was pretty good with the, the Cthulhu-looking sit-in. Yeah, yes. brother mountain yes. and like but, his fucking uh, tentacle beard. Yeah, yeah. Isn't there? I I, I remember hearing something uh, from last week about the the story that was presented in that third issue is like tied to the origin of something that's coming up in Gods. No idea. Okay, the one yeah, that that's below all, or. Oh, the one below all, that's a character that's already been around. Um, Uh, That was a big part of uh, Al Ewing's Hulk run. But they're they're saying something like it's tied into the one above all and the one below all. Like I said, I don't follow Hulk a lot. so this Apparently the Hulk is weirdly connected to God and Satan. So, you know, whatever. Love it. All right, so yeah, Incredible Hulk 4, great great book. Looks like another good issue, despite the fact that they have, you know, a stand-in artist. Uh, Miles Morales, number 10, best Spidey book. On on shows right now, it's Cody Ziegler, Federico Vicentini, just doing Miles the way Miles should be done. Just you know, it feels like Batman, or pardon me, it feels like Spider Man. You know, it just feels like the yeah. character. Peter don't feel like that no more, man. You know. Well, I mean, the Peter Parker Spider Man book is just misery porn nowadays. It, it really you know, is, dude. Yeah. I, I like Spider-Man, but I'm not reading Spider-Man books right now. If you do pick yeah. up one, it should be this one. Okay. It should be this one. But there is another one that might be worth reading. Now, it is $10. Spine-tingling Spider-Man, number zero. It's by Salon Ahmed, but Juan Ferreira is doing the art. Now, if you remember, the last book that Juan Ferreira did at uh, Marvel was the one where the Black Eyed Peas were writing Spider-Man. The one with, like, and the it was great. The art in that, it, right? Oh, I was about to ask if it was the Demon Bear, yeah. Looks like it. Looks uh, oh, the yeah, the Demon Bear was in that. But, I mean, look at this art, dude. It is wonderful. It, It's clean. It's expressive. That is nice. Yeah, and then it gets into this kind of shit where the panels Ooh. are moving to show Spider-Man crawling around. What? That's well, that so is imaginative. Hell, yeah. yeah, dude, that that's is, just and, so and imaginative. It's, it's just limited use of cover, colors and, like, you know, negative space, really. Yes, it's just perfect. And then it gets into like this. You know, look at that. It's that is reaching. a nice. It's like reaching that is a out nice of the perspective damn shot right there. I like that. And then you get this eye horror. Always gets me. You know, 
So, yeah, uh, it's fine. It seems like it's a horror book. It says first time in print. It was an Infinity comic series. I hadn't mm. read it. I had well, apparently it is the most terrifying Spider-Man story ever. Oh, yeah, those, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Star Wars Darth Vader number 38. This is continuing the Dark Droid story that's going on across all of the Star Wars books, except for the ones like Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is just a retelling of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show from Disney+. And literally, that's what it is. That's all it is. It's just going to tell you that same story. Literally, you can go page by page watching an episode and 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 get it you know <laughs> i i don't know who this is for but it's not me it's a read along yeah. for the uh, for the series yeah it's like a read along if that's what you want uh, good for you man yeah uh venom number 25 eight dollars because the summer of symbiotes is is still ongoing divisible um, by 25 motherfuckers time to yes, check that price. that's right that's right it's managed to make it two years I know. I remember when two years was nothing. I remember when Marvel books made it past 12. Yeah. Uh, And then in just the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life, they're giving us a $10 Spider-Man book, an $8 Spider-Man book, and then as though we didn't need one Venom book at twice the price, now we get an annual with an extra buck added on to it. Summer of Symbiots must have been a fucking... Hey, I mean, it's the... It's the cheapest book that we've seen so far. <laughs> right. But it must have been a failure, dude. You know, the way they're pumping out. They should have waited a week for this Venom annual. Come on. What are you doing? What are you doing, Marvel? Saturation. Yeah, saturation. Uh, but I think the book I'm looking forward to the most this week in Marvel, this werewolf by night, number one, Derek Landy for Angalon. Uh, we talked about this on the Sunday show a few weeks back, I think. But, man, I am stoked to check this out. This looks so cool. Look, I mean – great you know it's like black and white it's like looking into the, it, yeah it's the like show. it's like watching a universal monsters movie like a dracula movie well that's like what the, the show original tried to do, Ghost it wasn't even a show it was like a special halloween yeah special. that one that one yeah special. And i thought the special yeah. did a remarkably good job at that i thought so too so it's, yeah it's, and man i love elsa bloodstone so much she's so awesome okay so they're definitely trying to like eat eat from the buffet that the show set up but it looks like it's not just a recreation yeah. so that's good no no i don't think it's that at all so uh and then uh more fall of x as we get x force number 44 ben percy again robert gill doing the art here uh x force is in a bind dude you know colossus is a big douchebag it ain't his fault but he's still just being a big douchebag right now and they're in trouble man they in trouble you know first beast yep. now colossus you know what is happening well, to it's the not colossus's fault he's being oh, well, i'm not blaming him it's still his fault it- it is Beast's fault, but, like, it's... Colossus is being controlled by, like, a reality-warping writer, you know? It's that, yeah. that he can do about it. Poor guy. Poor guy. Uh, and then X-Men Red, arguably the Hell top yeah. cre- cream of the crop of the Absolutely. Of and right now. It looks like we're getting into some more details, finally, about my favorite character from this book, Fisher King. Yeah, he is so cool. And look at this big brain mutant. On Mars, yeah, this is just following all the mutants on Mars, and I mean it's, it's Storm leading the team. Magneto was on this team. I wonder when his ass coming back. We need his ass come back. Um, so yeah, there you go, Yildry, Sinar. The the messed up thing about when um, Magneto does come back is the last time they saved his memory. It was a long time ago. 
You know, he ain't going to know nothing that went on. Oh, uh, what if they bring free. him back and he's like pre Claremont, just like super villain Magneto mode, you know? Oh, that would be wonderful, dude. Like, has no idea. Oh, man, stop, stop. That would be amazing. I'm so old. <laughs> I'm old. Anyway, yeah, so there's two Marvel books, some really big hitters, you know, you know this week, some of the big mainstays, um, but also some de- fun debuts. So, man. Oh, man, that brings back some memories of that. Uh, I, I caught a couple of episodes from like the 1960s uh, Marvel animated series a long time ago where like the mm-hmm. Fantastic Four fought Magneto and Mr. Fantastic Damn, tricked really? Magneto. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic tricked Magneto into thinking he had lost his magnetism powers <laughs> by using plastic weapons. Dude, that is such a, like a space <laughs> age thing to do. And Magneto's like, I'm so, I've lost my powers. <laughs> Man, <laughs> they awesome. have dumped so much fucking, like, power scaling onto Magneto since then. It doesn't matter if you, like, go to the middle of the vacuum of space wearing fucking, like, plastic everything. He can still just fucking melt you if he wanted to. Yeah, he can, like, yank the blood, the iron out of your blood. <sighs> yeah, or... he can, yeah. he beat the shit out of Iron Man, like, pulling magnetic like energy from the sun and just making himself like strong as the Hulk, you know? Awesome. I love it. I love that sort of shit. That's why comics are the best. Nobody worries about continuity. Who cares? Like pull the, pull the iron in your blood, in your brain and give you an, yeah, dude. You know, it's like the ultimate example of when you like really push what like the power is, it can be basically fucking anything. Anything. Yeah, dude. Anything. It's such a fundamental thing that, like, it has basically endless applicability. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Dynamite, they got a bunch of reprints ready, ready to head to New York Comic Con, you know, with their uh, premium covers. But they do yeah. have Gargoyles number nine. Nice Gargoyles Nakayama the, cover there. It's been pretty good. Gargoyles, the the regular, the main series has been pretty good. I'm not, I'm off of the uh, side series. The Dark Ages Yeah, and series. that is a spin, this, yeah, the spinoff series is actually a prequel. Yeah, when all of the gargoyles were still in stone, except for what's her name, right? No, no. the The prequel is when the when the gargoyles and the humans made the alliance. Oh, in the that, middle, well, it in goes the middle that ages. far back. Yeah, oh, it's okay. it's it's prior to it's prior to them being locked in stone. Oh, I all right. Let's get out of these back. weeds. Come gargoyles on. is is dope though, dude. Please do that series. Please go back to that series. Anyway, Negaduck number one, the uh, Darkwing Duck villain gets the a, anti a, Darkwing Duck. Man, yeah, I don't spin-off. know. It just seems odd to me that a fucking Darkwing Duck villain gets its own book. Like, is Darkwing I know, Duck? It's wild. I have a fondness for Darkwing Duck. You know, I grew up with the cartoons yeah. and everything. I cannot imagine a fucking spin-off from a fucking Darkwing Duck I know, book. It's here so we wild, are. Dude. I don't think I don't think Negaduck is like the worst or the, the, the baddest villain no, on I don't Darkwing know Duck. No, no I don't probably not, but I guess he's one of the more recognizable it's the rooster ones. Oh, with definitely. The, it's the rooster with the steel beak, I think. He's <laughs> yeah, like the right. big guy. Yeah. So that that's fun. But that's it. That's it from Dynamite this week. You know, they've only got the two books, which are basically the Disney books. But, man, good that on is, Dynamite. It is so surprising to me that the books I'm picking up from Dynamite are Disney books. Yeah. I don't you know, I don't usually read a lot of Dynamite, but I've been consistently picking up Gargoyles, and I've been consistently picking up Darkwing Duck. I am yeah. also confused that Disney 
licenses that out still when they own Marvel. You that know? is that well, is so weird to me. They license out Star Wars back to D Dark Wars to IDW. For whatever reason, they want to keep like the more kid centric Star Wars books under a different publisher, and I I just don't know why. I do know why. It's pat. It's literally padding their numbers. Right. If they have it on their ledgers that we published this book and this published sold bad, it brings down the averages for everything they sold. So mm. stuff that they don't have as much confidence in, they loan out, lease out, whatever, to these other publishers to keep their ledger looking bigger while also bringing in other revenue from automatically because they get paid no matter how many books Dynamite sells. Mm, true. Yeah. So it's and, all it's all money, man. It's all about the money. Yeah, they're paying that license. Yeah. All right, moving on to everything else, but this also includes Image and Dark Horse and IDW, which honestly should be at the top where it yeah, is. Yeah, they, we'll they start off with Astrobots. Astrobots number five. Yes, the, the final issue of this series. This is the best thing that Massive Whatnot is putting out right now and is great. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, we've said it before, it, and I'll say it again. It's basically Transformers that don't transform. Transformers dude. without That's Transformers. Yeah, the, the bad guy has created great. a, it has has created a human race to colonize the planet that they that the, the robots were sent ahead of to colonize the prepare for the colonization. The human ship that is supposed to be colonizing the place is arriving, and they're like, robots are like, we can't let you do this. It's a whole freaking war right now. The war is starting. Yeah, it's wild, dude. There's a whole we've lot got, going on. There's a we've whole got our Megatron. On. We've got our Optimus Prime. Uh, analogs basically but yeah, right but this, the politics is, in... is the same yeah, yeah. It, this could be set in the idw run of transformers very easily very very easily. yeah the bots uh the where bots else you want to go have, man? Cha have changed to protect the innocent okay we well, yeah, already right, brought up yeah. after bots all right so my <laughs> next one is cat fight number three yeah this has been good this, this is has been a pretty good image series. or idw i think it's idw idw yeah idw it's a bunch of cat burglars duking it out. You know, yeah, it's somebody, cat burglar yeah. war. Is basically. Yeah. They, <laughs> this is, Which, this, so the name does make sense, but that is so far from what I would have assumed the book was about when they named yeah, it Cat Fight. Right. One, one of those names is, is Schrodinger, which I love. I love that. It's so fun. It's a great little pun, kind of. One of those names Felix, Ginger Tom. Wonder. I mean, it's so cool. Kit Kat. You know, it's just stupid fun. But very fun art in there. Very dynamic, creative uh, design going on there, too. Did you want to talk about Sissy? I know it's an all-ages book, but it's about a, a kid who gets kidnapped and his stuffed bear goes and, and saves him. I love uh, the idea of this book. I, I'm definitely going to try to find this. I, I The the, the felicit didn't really strike yeah. me. So Yeah, it looks okay. It looks okay. It, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to try it out. I'll let y'all know. I'll let y'all know. All right. Show. Um the next book on the list is the Enfield Gang Massacre from Image Comics. Well, we got to talk about Creepshow first. Creepshow? We're going down the row. Yeah, let's talk about Creepshow. Garth Ennis, Phil Hester, Becky Cloonan doing a horror book over at Image. Better to say Skybound over at Skybound. Okay. This is going to be dope. This is going to be freaking cool, dude. I, I, I love horror, and nobody does it better than Garth Ennis, and I'm stoked dude i cannot wait to check this out based on creep show you know the old yeah franchise. yeah yeah all right yeah let's go down to the enfield uh gang massacre this is a spin off of uh texas 
that, that Texas, Texas blood justice that Texas blood that, that Texas, Texas blood. blood I knew it was something yeah uh it's just old school cowboys and you know wild west kind of stuff dude you know it's good yeah it's so good yeah that first Fantastic. season was pretty good yeah uh cool, let's see cool. um now the next one on my list is uh the alternates number one. Oh, you're way down in the t's no, it's um, from from the from the world of the minor threats alternates number. Oh, one. okay. So I'm right there. I'm right there. I'm just. So this, I'm not. Gl- a, that's a whole mouthful. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> it is a mouthful. So this was a uh, uh, Brian Michael Bendis's book. Minor minor threats. No, this was Patton Oswalt's book. No, okay. Minor threats. Sorry, Patton my Oswalt's dark horse. I get so confused. Rate. Yeah, this was that one where it was like the B list villains or like the D tier villains. Uh, one yeah. of them had killed like the equivalent of Batman or Batman's. Oh, uh, that's Robin. right. That's right. And like the the just yeah. that world's version of the Justice League was cracking down on like where all the criminals hang out because they were trying yeah. to protect the the criminals from the Batman of that world. Yeah. And so a group of the villains get together to go after the Matchstick Man, which was that guy who killed the Robin. Oh, that's that actually sounds okay. I, I fell off of that, dude. But but this book right here, the blurb reads kind of similar to um, Black Hammer. Hmm. Heroes sacrifice themselves, get teleported to stop an invasion, get teleported to an alternate dimension, uh, and are experiencing you know uh, changes in their powers and all that. Okay. Cool. It's what cool. it reads like it's kind of that's the best analog, that's the best comparison I can make. Yeah. Several variant covers for that because it's Patton Oswald. You know he's yeah. he's making good money. He's making good money on stage. He don't even need to be writing comics. Uh, Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer from another book from Massive. Oh soon man, to be a Disney, soon to be a Disney Plus series. This is a huge pickup for collectors this week because I think this is. I mean, the, the market is down. Okay? Is that well, real? Is this going to be a Disney Plus show? Yes. Yeah, wow. Dude. Okay. I, it's Django I, meets Buffy. This. Yeah. Completely flew over my head. I had no idea. Uh, this if, the thing. if you if you like uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer, you're probably gonna like this. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wait. I don't yeah, know. Man. Do I these two exist too. in the same universe? I thought this was I gonna be along the lines of that oh, man, like uh, that Rough Riders book that was about like Teddy Roosevelt in the mech suit or whatever. But um, that was awesome. That was on Aftershock, wasn't it? Man, yeah, that was right as hell. Where the hell Aftershock been? Come on, guys. No idea, your but... damn Aftershock. Aftershock. <laughs> Kind of went through some things. Yeah, no recently, shit. Didn't they? Oh, no. went through uh, stuff too, but, but come on. But honestly, this sounds rad as hell. It and does. it's another book that I'm surprised they don't just distribute through Marvel. Well, it's definitely not Marvel Universe, so I guess that's why, but I don't know, man. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. It looks gr- it looks cool, man. I'm stoked about it. I'm definitely picking that up. So, right. uh, I hate Fairyland number nine is on image. I hate Fairyland. Uh we mentioned that. Killmore. Killmore, yes, Killmore is on my. Uh, it was on my pull list for this week. Uh, this IDW, very Scott much- Brian Wilson, uh, Max Allen, Fuchs. Fuchs. I'm sure it's Fuchs. 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 Um, I'm not saying basically no economic downturn. <laughs> economic downturn has caused people to has caused an increase in homicides, and now serial killers from all over the place are coming to the town of Colonia. This kind of read yeah. if you uh, uh, if you liked where monsters lie from Dark Horse Comics, which was the 
the serial killers living in the gated community. I thought this was uh, a spinoff to that. I swear it's to God, not by I the thought same this publisher. was a spinoff to that. It's, yeah, it's it, different. It's yeah. different publisher. But if you like, if you like where monsters lie, this book will probably be it right up your alley. I loved where monsters lie. I can't monsters lie was great. This, this looks cool. was great. I, I, was I'm, so I'm eagerly yeah. anticipating. I the love this cover. I would buy this without any of the words on it. You know, just the the clean, naked variant. That is awesome. I love that. <laughs> so I would buy that in a poster and hang it on my wall. I love. I don't know why. I just adore this cover so much. Anyway, yes, kill more next. Uh, my uh, next book is uh, the Omega Gang number two. Yeah, I don't remember reading Omega Gang number one. You'll have to refresh. It's a uh, Matteo Rivasecchi, Nicola Lelapi. Uh, yeah. Man, a cover by Ludovica Saragatti. Ain't no way I'm not saying that name. That's just fun name to say. But yeah, I don't know uh, anything about this first issue, so or this series at all. So, um, I kind of basically Pokemon and Digimon that kill. Oh, cool. Okay, it's a grown up. <laughs> up on. Yes, okay. something something along those lines. That's cool. Uh, that's, that's the best cool. way I can describe it. It's been a month since I read the book. <laughs> Ludovico Saragatti. Uh, yeah, we're we're that. we're not that. even ha- we're only halfway through <laughs> my books for this week. On the, on this I episode. know it is a huge week. For it the is Indies, a huge. For the yeah, this is. You actually, you guys talking have actually. I added three more books to my pull list this week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Project, Project Reese. Project Reese number two. Uh, I did like where the first start. issue was. Yeah, uh, Zach Thompson, we, Jeff McCombsy. It felt kind of like an Indiana Jones sort of thing. Yes, they're, they're or searching maybe Atlantis. For Nazi gold. Uh, yeah, Nazi gold. Nazi yeah, gold. Indiana Jones uh, meets the Dirty Dozen, I guess. Yep. Yep. Very and well. Searching Nazi very gold. Very fun book, dude. Yeah. Very. Fun um. St. John. St. John. Yep. The next book on my list is St. John. Yeah. This book seems weird to me. Uh, uh, it's Dan Schade, Brendan Wagner, Portland Gear. Uh, it's it's a merchandise tie-in. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say that right up yes. front, but it kind Thank of you. um there's a there's a it kind of the blurb the the solicit for it kind of reads like um they're kind of telling the story of the real well it's not the, not the character here but the real life superhero in like either Portland or Seattle named Phoenix Jones. Yes. Uh, yes. But they're who they're now kind has of, his like own clothing line. Yeah. Yes. So, which again, I'm sorry, is weird. Is it weird. is? There, there's Stay a lot weird, of Portland. Going Stay on. weird, Portland. There's a Stay lot of weirdness Portland. going on, but yeah, definitely Portland uh, is cashing yeah. in on that. Not on um, my list this week. Not on my list. Uh, Sins of the Salton Sea. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not sure. Oh, it's an AWA book. It's okay, AWA book number four. I, I just been I've been uh, reading Ed Brayson, this series. CP Smith. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, just cool. been, you know, like I said, AWA puts out great books. Uh, they, yeah. it hits definitely above its weight class. Yeah, this uh, looks like it's about a cult. It is. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, AWA. AWA. So I uh, something you know, epic number five. Something I epic gotta number bring five. That up. And uh, I've got to bring up this uh, man, this variant cover. Follow uh, the leader. The corn. Corn. Ah, yeah. Uh, I'm showing my age here, but man, that is a dope cover. I love that shit. I love that shit. You know, Ryan Stegman did that cover. 
Ryan Stegman oh. did that album art, the original album he art. Did? This is after Ryan Stegman. Yes. This is oh, after look Ryan. Stegman. Just got Ryan it's Stegman when Ryan Stegman was working at it's when Ryan Stegman was working for Todd McFarlane at McFarlane Studios. Uh, uh, for the longest time Todd McFarlane got credit for this, but it was Stegman. Yeah, great book, something epic. Man, I know it's up to issue five. Taylor, when that trade comes out, I really think you need to to, to check in and, and see how you feel about that series because it is very, very good. Yeah, don't well, sleep well, on this. If, you, if you're getting it. it, if you're getting it in singles, don't sleep on this book. But like, if you're like Taylor and wait for trades, definitely pick yeah. it up. It'll probably He's a trade wait. Probably will I don't blame him. They put out so better much. in trade. Oh, it will definitely read a lot better in trade. A lot better. Uh, Star right. Trek. I, I was going to let you talk about the Star Treks. Uh, Echoes number five. This is like a sequel to the first movie, the motion picture. Uh, so, it's okay if if you're a fan. So they're going to talk movie, about V'ger? You're going to love it. Yeah, no, they don't talk about V'ger. It's after V'ger. After V'ger. It's, it's the shit that happened, like, right after that. Dude, there's a huge gap between the first and the second movie. Like, I, I mean, he's an admiral, you know, in the second movie. Yeah. So there's a huge gap, and they're filling that in. Um, I'm hoping that at uh, New York Comic Con we have more of this kind of book where we're filling in gaps all over the uh, the Star Trek universe, dude, because I think there's a lot of – because they did it with the dog, you know, a uh, dog of war over on Deep Space Nine. They're doing it with this uh, Star Trek Echoes on the original series. There's no reason for us not to go back to Voyager in the Delta Quadrant. There's no reason for us not to go to TNG after the poker game, but before the first movie. We can do all that shit. And Star Wars is doing it. That's where Star Wars comics are literally making their money is in the cracks. So I'd really like for for Star Trek to, oh, to that, keep up. That is that is that wonderful scene from uh, that one movie. I can't think of its name right now. Oh, the Crimson Bolt. Star Trek Picard. Uh huh. There, there's a movie with uh, the guy who played Dwight from The Office, where he's the super. Yeah. Uh, he's like a superhero, but he's kind of. It's a James Star Gunn Trek? movie. No, no. Oh, in James Gunn. I don't it's a James that. Gunn movie. <laughs> what made you think of that? I know. Where you, that, where'd you go? Uh, had, he, there's a scene in the movie where they're talking about where his sidekick is talking about, like, uh, so is this one of these scenes in the comic book where they're having that discussion? And he goes, no, this is one of the scenes between the panels. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And that's the thing. You can always go back and fill in those scenes in the comics, you know? Um, big, big debut from IDW, Star Trek Picard's Academy number one. I've already had an opportunity to read this. It's good. It's a younger or all ages sort of, sort of book, but which sounds weird, but Picard just came out. I, I enjoyed it, uh, for what it was, but I'm a huge Star Trek fan. So take that as you will. And then Resurgence, the trade, which is also a pretty damn good. It's the prequel to the uh, video game that's coming out. Awesome. The Call? The Call, yes. Definitely The Call. Man, the first super. issue of the this name of the was movie fantastic. Is super. The name oh, of the you know what? I think I have seen that maybe once that or twice. That is super. Yeah. Uh, the Call, that yeah. first issue was pretty good. I like where it's going, and I want to see more of where it's going. Yeah, so it, this is, it's uh, this Kelly Thompson writing it, Matea uh, De Iulis, uh doing the art. It's just a bunch of girls who, from different, sort of different backgrounds, but really the first issue is just them getting together going to do this mysterious thing and it turns out they're looking for one of the girl's younger sister or younger brother sibling. I believe it was the brother. Yeah, and they go to the ocean and there's like a cave and they go through it and they end up in like in a magical world. 
so and that's where it ends. It's Goonies gone uh, interdimensional. Exactly. It's Goonies going what appears to be interdimensional, yeah. But very solid first issue. Uh, De Ayulis is killing it on that art. It's so Yeah, that cool. art, that art so alone real. is fantastic. That's one. You don't get it for the story. You get it for the art. Yeah, but the story was solid, and I'm hoping that Kelly yeah, the story was pretty. The story was in, pretty in more good. directions in issue two. She had a lot of heavy lifting to do in the first issue because introducing everybody. But yeah, it still worked very well for me. Uh, what's next, man? All right, the last book on, that I'm going to call out is the Madness Number Two, my, the AWA the title that I am excited for this week. Uh, where the hell? Oh, there it is, the Madness. Okay, the Madness Number Two. Um. Jesus, it's J. Michael Straczynski, David Lorenzo. Yeah. I don't know how I this. Oh no, what I did read the first issue of this. This was weird, dude. This was a really uh, weird first issue for me. They there's a super there's a super powered criminal that's like a thief and yes. creates an international incident by stealing gold from a a Middle Eastern uh, country. The 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 prince, a the dictator. crown prince. The dictator, the crown prince, is yeah. angry, wants the Americans to do something, so the asshole Justice League of this world drops a nuke on this woman, killing her, her well, not killing her, her, killing her boyfriend and the children that she was, because they were going to leave and disappear, and she suffers a psychotic break, and this is her personality that's out for revenge. Yeah, it has, it has like, hints of the void, you know, like, what if the century like really broke bad and and that's basically what century does anytime the void comes up but this has like a different darker sort of angle than that and it's all about revenge now it's all um, about you know a mom a mom i kind of think like revenge. the like torrent from earlier this year i mean torrent is, is literally out this week right, yeah, it's right here trade, the trade is trade. out this week it's fantastic yeah. it's fantastic. It is great I kind of, yeah. I kind of feel that I, you know, it's still kind of early to tell, but it might have, you know, sh shades of torrent. In yeah, it. yeah, I'm it, stoked to to read that second issue now that you said something. But it was weird. It was weird getting there. But yeah. now that you've refreshed my memory fully, yeah, it looks good. So yeah, oh my goodness, uh, Walking Dead because it wouldn't be a week. I miss saying that because Diamond fucking up the image shit. But it wouldn't be a week without Kirkman. Uh, that's actually a really good issue. Issue number seventy was. I mean, that's when their shit really starts heading in just wild, wild fucking directions up to the issue 100, you know, huge shit. But uh, Austin, man, holy crap. What a freaking week of comics this week. I don't know how I'm going to read all the stuff that I'm getting. I don't know how I'm going to find time. There's so damn much. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like stuff like that makes me think that like stuff like Iceman, which is kind of like a a mid-tier book for me is just kind of kind of get lost in the shuffle because like yeah. I got to make room for some books that are extra pricey too. So stuff like Daredevil, which was, I think was seven bucks and uh, yeah. thank God X-Men Red is still like, you know, down at three ninety nine. Yeah. but Batman and Robin is six bucks, you know, I'm yeah. definitely, or five bucks. If you I'm can definitely, definitely, definitely um, Gargoyle of Gotham. Right. Beautiful it's extra book. price too. It's that looks interesting. Price. That label. one might also be a trade weight for me. I, I think I'm going to adopt that policy for the black label stuff. It's hard not to, and those black label trades look so great sitting on a shelf. They oh really yeah, they uh, yeah, make for a good beautiful. coffee table book. Yeah, yeah, they're beautiful. So, 
yeah, man, there's really too many books to even, you know, go. But uh, if you like yeah, any I of those I actually added three books to my Oh, yes, please, Dave. You're what? I actually added three more books to my pull list because you He's guys like are talking about it. Emailing the, the shop while we're hanging out, you know. Oh, oh no, I just I just edit my well, that's I what just the edit show my is Discord for. post. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I mean that's what this show is for. You know, yeah. for people to be like, Oh, okay, oh, okay, you know. And and provide the, those insights that not that we know any better, but I mean I think we I think we know our shit, at least a little bit. Well, we do take the time to look at it, and maybe that's yeah, all it takes exactly, sometimes. Exactly. Uh, again, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We really appreciate it. If you like what we're doing, check out what the bullies are doing. They did a show last week, or pardon me, last night, Leroy and Eli, talk about all kinds of pop culture. Man, it was nuts. I only got through, like, 20 minutes of their comic. They did, like, an hour on comics. Just on comics. They had, like, an hour and 50-minute show. I, I didn't make it through all of the comics. They just... Just kept on diving deeper they, they and just, deeper. They, they, it was so they let good. the AI write the script. Yeah, they let the AI just keep going and writing the script. It never stops. So, it never stops. Uh, please check them out. If you want links to everything that they've got going on, go to outrightgeeker.com. It's also got links to everything that we've going, got going on, Patreon merch, all the socials, all of the audios, videos, uh, and the Facebook group where Andy you know, runs things. He does a great job. We'd love for you to uh, go over there and hang out. We'd uh, like Jeff. for Andy to come back and hang out with us. Well, he's at soccer. That's soccer, the man. I know. Rich for the orange team. orange team. Orange team. Yay. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Chiming As in in the chat. The great, great show. Team. Always happy to have you around, dude. We really, really appreciate it. Or, you know, no one would be here. Well, there's two people here right now. That's nice. Uh, anyway, again, thanks for hanging out, everybody. We really appreciate it. Most of all, thanks to these guys for hanging out with this guy. No Always problem. fun. We are going to do it again next time. Same geek time. Same geek channel. I'll wait till he passes out. <laughs> really uh, leaning into the warble there, Dave. Oh man, they're just kind of off stage. Tune into it, apparently.